Bam, the finest. We're talking about the finest, we've got the finest too. Yeah, after all they've been through in life, they work hard to be the finest accountants, and the finest sisters, and the finest book readers, and uh, they've got the finest book club. Pleasure to welcome Masivuye Matikane as well as the sister Vuyole to Matikane. Sisters, Moreni, good morning this morning. Happy Friday and a happy Heritage Month. Thank you for waking up so early. Good morning and thank you for having us in the show. Um, definitely good morning. Happy Friday. Nice to have you. Hey, Masivuye. You ladies, hey, Batu, you know, you represent what it means to be twin sisters, ne? <laughs> you really do, you really do. Gee, I mean, you, you are in a profession that makes a lot of people lose hair, and that makes a lot of people uh, be seen as very serious, we all are too, ne? Accounting can be thought of as very serious and boring people, but I mean, we try. We try to spice it up. <laughs> um, by doing reading, by doing other things, I'm exploring what the profession has to offer, and that's it's grown so much from what it used to be, and there's so many opportunities within it. Hey, yeah, no. It, it, it's fascinating. Now, Violet, um, I'm, I'm, I'm curious now. I mean, you guys went into the same profession. Were there times where you guys did things differently as twins or you just went with what went? You, the same things appealed to you? It, it, it just happens to be, I suppose, if you're growing up with someone so close to you and you share everything with them, you end up having the same likes um, most of your life. But I mean, what we chose to do as a way to kind of push away from the routine of just always being in the same place and doing the same things as working with different companies um, after completing our studies. So at least for that greater part of the day, um, we are apart and doing different things and we come back, uh, we happen to stay together. So when we come back at the end of the day, and we're able to share um, different things, what we experience at work, um, and yeah, just different interests in that aspect. Marcy, I want to ask about confused boyfriends, ne? <laughs> it's, it's everyone's question. I think it's like the first question with twins. Don't people confuse you? Don't your boyfriends confuse you? It's a very, it's a very famous question with twins. Apart from, you know, the next one being, do, do you not get, um, you know, do you not cover, or, if one gets in trouble, does one not cover for the other one? You know, it, it, it comes with being twins, identical twins at that. Yeah, quite interesting. Now, many of us have the view, accountants are very busy. Accountants have got a lot of work to do. I mean, it takes so so long uh, to become a chartered CA. Um, the love for reading books over and above, uh, working out the balance sheet and seeing if credit is similar to the debit side and the credit side are happy with each other. Um, when did the, did the love for books start, uh, Voyo? Well, I, I can say it started um, a while back. So at home when we were growing up, so my dad used to get the newspaper every day. 
So the news time who are not watching the news, the day in the news is getting at half past seven because So we spend that time either going through the newspaper, the different articles in the newspaper um, for the day. And I think throughout high school, just the fascination of having teachers that are interested in, in kind of um, growing that skill of wanting to know more and wanting to read. I think it sort of picked up um, in varsity and later on in life and, and just the interest of reading South African stories. I mean, still working in, in, in high school, we did have a few books, but I, I think not a lot at the time that were written by South African authors, but in the later years, um, varsity and, and the working life, that that interest sort of grew. And uh, we found ourselves wanting to learn more about our country, learn more outside of our country as well. Yeah, so just explore the different books. And I think it also speaks to the imagination and creative side um, of reading. And, and that's the aspect that we fell in love with. Wow, you, you ladies are wearing more than one cap and one hat, which is fantastic. <laughs> now, in, in a poll that uh, we conducted, uh, it was found that at least 15% of South Africans are avid book readers. And the question posed to them, those who read, um, or in fact generally, how often do people read and why? And the result why 11.1% said they don't know what to read, confused. And then 22.2% uh, said that they don't have the time, like Jim. And another 22.2% say they always make time to read. But a whopping 44.4% said they prefer uh, movie adaptations of over actual books. Is this what you find, uh, Voyo, as, as you, you know, navigate to the reading space? It is, and I think it's... It, it, Steps that are being done now, um, it's interesting to know in, in five years to come because I find that the, the culture of reading is, is slowly picking up. What I'm seeing, I'm being an optimist and seeing the, the positiveness that, that is coming out of the initiatives that are being taken now with regards to reading. But I find that people do, do prefer watching the movie that's uh, based on the book rather than reading the book. And for us, it's, 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 it's helpful in the way that if you see the movie and you're watching the scene, then it will kind of interest you to learn more about the book. So it works in two ways. And I think for us, when we're noting that, we're seeing that the movie um, will be based on the book, but sometimes some of them kind of stray away from the 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 book a bit and add their own bits. But when you look at the book itself, it focuses on character development quite a lot. And um, it's something that if someone is watching the movie, I would definitely encourage them to go back to the book um, and, and, and see the exploration of characters, um, see what the book has to offer, and then they will probably think back to the movie and how it was done. And also, I think when you're looking at the book, you, you sort of imagine your own character. Um, it, it, it's almost each person will have a unique view of which character they would cast for the specific movie they see. And when the movie comes out or the series comes out, you, you sort of get people in 
you know, they're disappointed as to they would never have thought of that person or they would never thought of that role being portrayed by them. Um, but I think they, they work hand in hand um, in, in telling a story. And uh, books are important in that aspect. And I think it, 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 it's working hand in hand. If you're reading the book, you want to watch the movie. If you're watching the movie, then it will kind of interest you to find out more about the book. Masi, in terms of audio books, do you think they are the best replacement for hard copies? Because I, I, I have a personal preference for audio books. Um, as a, in terms of replacement, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, um, you know, it, it's still a book to me. I think in terms of, of, of whether you're reading or listening to the book, it was still, you know, going somewhere with regards to to. In, in the, the reading culture in the country. But for some audiobooks work, for some reading the book, you know, uh, reading between the lines helps you create those characters, helps you create that environment. So I think you have to find what works for you. I know if, you know, if I'm driving, I can't concentrate on an audiobook because I want to pause at some point and think about what, you know, where the story is going how the characters are developing. So for me, I prefer reading. I prefer whether I'm reading at night or reading first thing in the morning. I prefer that reading style or absorbing, you know, the information in the book in that way. So I think you, as a reader, you have to find what works for you, whether it's an audio book, whether you are reading an actual book or a hard copy book or an e-book, you have to find what works for you. But, you know, with, with, Zoom calls currently happening, having hard copies and having this amazing bookshelf seems to work. <laughs> it seems to be a perfect background to to team meetings or Zoom meetings. So it has to it, it has to do with what works for you. We're chatting to the sisters, uh, who find two fine sisters, Masivuye Matigane as well as Vuyoletu Matigane, who are both uh, CAs and are avid readers. They are part of, uh, they actually founded a book club called Itala Book Club. We'll talk more about that in a moment. Stay with us right here on SAFM. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. Having heartfelt conversations on Life Happens every Monday to Friday, 1 to 3 on SAFM. Hashtag spread the love. The only thing that really matters is spreading love and acceptance and unity throughout the entire South Africa in any way that you possibly can. Spread the love. SFM leading the conversation. Hashtag SFM sound awake. It's 18 minutes to 5. It's a Friday. Another lockdown Friday. Nice to have you with us. Uh, the sisters are with us here. Violet, uh, you guys founded Itala Book Club two years ago. Uh, I, I saw somewhere people really, really celebrating that uh, it's two years in counting. Looks like uh, things are looking good. Tell us about it. What was the idea and uh, why women members? So the idea of the Itala Book Club came about, I think, two years ago. And I know someone was, um, had posted on social media that they are looking for a Cape Town-based book club. 
Um, at the time, um, we then had this idea for a while going that we wanted to start a book club. There was also a conversation of discussing books with friends and sharing that interest of can we read the same books, what other books can we read, and suggestions, and so on. So, and then we decided that we wanted to create that space and just create a community of um, African women readers who come together, who discuss a book, who pick up things from a book, because definitely if you're reading a book alone um, and then meeting with other people, you will discover new things about the book that you wouldn't have otherwise known when you were reading alone. So it's, it's definitely a community of um, women, African women readers. And uh, we just decided that we wanted to focus on African women and focus on African literature um, because we, we thought that's more impactful on what we do and what we want to, uh, what the outcome we wanted to be. Um, so, yeah, so it's just a community of women coming together reading and uh, it's been an amazing trial. And we've had such a variety of books that we've read um, over those two years. So we're grateful for that, yeah. Fantastic stuff. Now, Masi, COVID-19, how has it affected the club? Because obviously with book clubs, you have regular meetings, you, you know, exchange ideas, you share uh, the books you've read and encourage, uh, you know, members to read. Uh, with COVID-19, it's really, it really had an impact on members individually. Um, it, it's difficult to read at a time of uncertainty and it's difficult to know which book to pick up, you know, because you are you're juggling between working from home or some have unfortunately lost um, work. So it's been a difficult time, you know, for, for the members individually. And as the book club, what we've tried to do, because we... Our schedule is that we meet once a month and we choose um, a place where to meet and we catch up. Uh, it's, it's much better to, to see people as opposed to having a virtual meeting, but we had to adapt. So what we've done now, we, we have virtual meetings with over Zoom or Google Meet, and we, we've decided that we, we were going to focus on short stories that were readily available over the internet as opposed to members having to struggle to buy books during the lockdown period because most places were closed and people weren't um, able to go out and buy the books. So for the first few months of the lockdown, we focused on, on stories, short stories online, and now we are getting back to the hang of things even though the meetings are still virtual, but now we're starting to get back to our reading list that we had set at the beginning of the year. And um, members are starting to read more and we're starting to get back to what the book club was. But we're still meeting every month and just catching up with everyone and seeing what everyone's reading and seeing how we're going to do book club meetings going forward until such a time where we can meet um, physically. The, the word the bibliomania, you know, is described in many ways. Some people describe it uh, as uh, uh, referring to people who own a lot of books which are unread. 
Um, some people look at it as, uh, you know, a situation where people just, uh, you know, look at it as a compulsive disorder, which involves collecting and even hoarding books to the point where social relations <laughs> and health are damaged. What do you say to people like that? How do, how do you see uh, it? I think, you know, uh, <laughs> this, this word actually refers to most of us. Uh, we are called files. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, it, it, uh, it's a stock. Uh, I think it's, I view it mostly in the positive. We are buying books. We, we are buying books as a people. We're stocking up our bookshelves. And we've, we've had, you know, this, this sort of, uh, I'll call it, you know, a saying or motto that a book finds you. You'll get to a point where a book you bought five years ago and uh, it, it resonates with you, who you are at that point in time. I remember when you're buying a book, when you're stuffing up your bookshelf, you're buying a book not necessarily for you alone. You're buying it for a person who comes into your space. You're buying it for family. You're buying it for future you. You're buying it you know, for your future family. You're not only reading for you, but you're reading. Um, if, you, if you happen to read that book, you're reading it. Um, to gain the knowledge and to go into those stories and to be captured by those stories by the author's imagination. And I, I see it in a positive. I see it in a positive. We need to buy books and we pushing for people to buy African literature um, and read our stories that are written for us, by us. So I can never see that as, as a negative, you know, stuck up the fiction. Hopefully people don't come into your space and steal books, but I mean, we, we are, you know, we are one of those people that have such an unread list that, you know, you, you sort of, when you buy a new book, you take a second to think about all those books that are sitting in your bookshelf that have been unread, and then, but you buy the book anyway, because someday you're going to get to, to read those stories that are sitting on your bookshelf. Yeah, uh, National Book Week. What was your focus as as as, as a club, uh, Masi? So what we are focusing on as a club, uh, amongst trying to, been trying to get back to high uh, to our reading, to our reading style, um, getting comfortable with reading again. We're focusing on um, you know reading stories, South African stories, um, and just buying for African books. Um, so with our focus being African literature, but we're trying to be more specific this, uh, this time around and buying South African stories. So that's our focus in trying to, to share what other people are reading because outside of our book club meetings and outside of the list for the book club, we also want to hear what someone else is reading because we encourage people to read outside of the list. I mean, we need 10 times a year. So, of course, we want people to read more than 10 books a year. So the focus has been on, we even have a term that we joke around with, you know, what are you reading during COVID? What are covered friendly books? What are covered friendly books? But it's just trying to get to see if you can um, suggest a book as a member to someone else that you found interesting, but not, may not necessarily be what you are reading. So our focus has been uh, for the year, I mean, as well as doing National Book Week, is to 
read, 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 read the African literature. Absolutely. Well, um, the South African Book Fair is happening this weekend. Cape Town, the place to be, starts today, apparently. Are you go- guys going to be there? Um, we haven't selected anything that we want to listen to as yet, um, but I am interested in this. I have seen the lineup for the SA Book Fair, um, and I know they had a quiz. For, for book clubs that we, we watched um, the other day. So yes. I'm interested in seeing who is going to take that title. And unfortunately, this time around, we're not uh, eligible to register and be part of that. But we do hope that in the next coming years, um, we will be part of that. And it's such an interesting um, way of making sure that we recognize book clubs and the impact that they have on the literature space. Uh, I mean, book clubs are people who are buying books, who are discussing, um, who are engaging and making sure that um, the culture of reading is growing in our country and that I do believe we can never have too many book clubs. So um, I have seen a couple of, um, uh, I have seen the program and I have seen a couple of the discussions that I want to be part of. So yes, I'm, I'm quite interested in the book um, that's happening and yeah, I'm being part of that and seeing which book club takes the title. I, I, I see it looks like you ladies are leading the pack. Uh, there's more women book clubs. Why do you think we don't hear a lot about uh, men book clubs? Are there any? <laughs> I would believe there are. Uh, so, we, we, like I said, I believe that there can never be too many book clubs. And I think it's, it's on, in the spaces that I'm part of and in, 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 in the timeline that I'm part of on social media, I would see more women book clubs, then I think our response to that is we do encourage uh, men to form their own book clubs and uh, because they all know the sort of communities they want to belong to. Um, so it's, it's an encouragement to everyone, whatever um, community you want to find, create your own if, if needs be. And uh, at the end of the day, reading will be the winner. The reading culture will be the winner. So, um, yeah, certain encouragement to everyone to, to form their own book club that will speak to them. So women and men alike. So, yeah, that's, that's our, our take on it. Masi, you know, the, the issue of people saying the reason why they either don't read or don't finish a book, uh, maybe that could depend on the style of writing and so forth. Um, also just focusing on the book. Uh, you know, to to get a, a book to a riveting stage that uh, you can't put down. At the club, do, do you have a system where it, when you get to meet, you teach people how to read and to keep focused on the book without necessarily a book being described as riveting, but just to keep the interest to read the book to the end and understand what the writer is saying? So for the book club, uh, oh, you, you do come across books that um, for, for, for personally are difficult to finish. So I think the, the beauty or you know, what's great about the book club is that for Italian specifically, we invite people, even if you haven't finished reading the book, we do invite people to join in on our, on our sessions. And we make it clear in the sessions that, you know what, there'll be spoilers because we're discussing the entire book. There's no way you won't hear what happens at the end. So, but it's exactly that we want to hear people's experiences about reading the book, what you found difficult, what you found worked, 
what you found didn't work? You know, how did you finish the book when, let's say, someone else didn't finish the book? So that's exactly the beauty about a book club. You get to hear not finishing a book and attending the session can actually encourage someone to finish the book. Um, there's so many un, you know, unfinished books sitting somewhere with so many people, but you, we encourage people, if you, if you can't finish the book now, you'll certainly find a time in the future where you'll be able to finish the book because you know personally what made you not finish the book. But the fact that you started it, to me, that's such a great, you know, that's a great start. You, you started something or you're intending on, on, on reading so the, the sessions that we have encouraged us come even if you haven't finished the book, so maybe there's something that will be said during the session that will encourage you to finish the book. Ladies, are you writing books anytime soon? Do, do you have manuscripts <laughs> somewhere? <laughs> no. No. We'll buy. Yeah. Uh, we'll buy. Yeah. We're, not, we're not uh, also the writers yet, but uh, we are still... Yeah, we're supporting those who have written books. Yeah, and, and who knows in the future? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the balance sheet keeps you busy. The profit, the, the, the income statements <laughs> must be keeping you long enough. You can only read, not write, because you must you must write financial reports and things like that. Two authors in that same. Yeah, maybe a financial, maybe a textbook. You never know. An accounting textbook might be on the horizon because we'll be watching this space. <laughs> How do we get hold of you, ladies? How do we get of, uh, hold of Itala? And I see you have a, a social media presence on Twitter, which is fantastic. But how do we get hold of you? So the main, the main way to get hold of us is through our email address. So it's italabookclub at gmail.com. And then we are also on Twitter, um, italabookclub. So those are the two ways to get hold of us. Ladies, a pleasure to speak to you. Thank you so much for taking it beyond a career and, you know, fostering the culture of reading because you can never go wrong. Wishing you well. When you write those books, we'll be there. When we need some <laughs> auditing services, we sure went to know where to find you. Thank you so much and uh, happy uh, Heritage Month and a happy weekend. Thank, Thank you so much for having us on your show. Thank you. Lovely. Thank you. These are the sisters uh, who are really uh, doing it uh, for uh, the, the word. Yeah. Massive Voya Matikane and her sister Voyola Timatikane, CAs and also avid book readers. So you better check out.